How's everyone doing? I'm so excited. Tonight is going to be a very, very, very good night. I'm excited. We have a lot of cool stuff prepared for you guys. Just bear with us because we have quite a quite a mess of stuff to do right here. Oh, yeah. Yo. Yo. All right. Okay. You ready, man? I'm ready. All right. Well, welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. We're your hosts. <laughs> my, name's, my name's Brenna. <laughs> my name's Katie. You're here. We're two best friends looking to read our weekly listeners some scary true stories surrounding horrifying paranormal experiences or real life run-ins. In short, we're your weekly source of scared shitless. If being utterly petrified by fear is your thing, you've come to the right place. If you're returning, hello again, ghoul friend. We're so happy that you decided to come back for more disturbingly good content. It sounds That's like right. you've got a good relationship going here. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, man. Ooh. Ooh. Sensational. <laughs> sensational. I got to sip my coffee for that one. Ooh. God, I wish I had a drink. I'll have to text Joey. We hope that if you're enjoying our content, if you're a returning listener, you'll help to sustain future episodes and financially provide us the opportunity to bring you even better content by becoming a monthly patron of this podcast for your yes. choice of 99 cent, 4.99 or even 9.99, whichever price that you choose, your patronage will be used to help bring you even better episodes, interesting guests, greater quality and more. It's crazy, I know. It's it's a lot. Yeah. But you could do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just a simple, just a simple ninety nine cents. You can do all that. All you that. Pay, you pay for more than that in your daily coffee. Just saying. So if you enjoy this podcast and you want to support us, we would greatly appreciate it. Oh, um, I guess I forgot to mention. You can find the link to that description, or you can find the link to that in the description of this video that I'll later upload, or you can go to the link in my Instagram account at hello.spooky. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say this. Oh, where was I? We're extremely aware of the fact that we're discussing real life instances with real people. It's something we're very sensitive to. So please understand our commitment to respecting the human beings involved in these stories. If you're commenting or you're interacting with an episode or our social media, slander of any kind will not be tolerated. Um, Nothing about the people, whether they be anonymous or not, it will not be tolerated. Keep your opinions respectful or don't share them at all, folks. It's that simple. (laughs) Um, If descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murders, sexual interactions, mental health, get this anything violent (laughs) (laughs) someone's enjoying their new mic over here guys (laughs) (laughs) potentially cruel in nature (laughs) we suggest that you get the fuck out because this podcast is not for you not for you you've been warned (laughs) (laughs) you've been oh my god just get us the soundboard already, guys. I'm we done. need it. We need <laughs> no, it. Please, for 99 cents a month, you can support this podcast. This soundboard. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to move my camera for now, but yeah. Let's see. Give me a second, guys. So, Brenna, while I'm working on my camera, 
What did you do over the weekend? How was the your weekend? weekend? What did I do over the weekend? Oh, we we went out to friends on Saturday. You did? Yeah, yeah. Just um, we watched a spooky movie. We watched Hereditary. Ooh, um, I've heard good things about that movie. Right. Well, I had seen it before, and I didn't really. It's it's not like super scary it's more psychological um and it's kind of interesting um it's scary at the end but more psychological throughout the movie um but i enjoyed it uh definitely wasn't as scared as some of the other people there but granted some of the other people there hadn't seen it before um so you got to give them a little break there but treat this movie sounds really good i look like a psychopath i'm sorry it is really good so actually the first time i watched it i had to look up like about it because like it just left me kind of confused because it's like i don't know it's just very interesting and i i wanted to connect the dots there were still some questions that i was confused about so watching it again having known the background of it i found it really interesting I've heard like that it is like a psychological kind of movie, which I like those kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. So I might want to watch this. Yeah, I'd I recommend know. it. It's um I think it's two dollars to rent right now on Amazon um Prime mm-hmm. video. <laughs> it's on mm-hmm. sale. I think it's normally like four dollars, but you know. Speaking of movies, I I really just want to get on an HBO Max account because it's expensive and we already pay for all these different ones. Like, oh, we just got off Netflix, which was like $17.99 or something crazy. Yeah, but, that's stupid. Bro, I want to watch the Studio Ghibli films. Is it Ghibli or, or Ghibli? Ghibli. Ghibli. I love Ponyo. I love Kiki. I love um, Castle in the Sky. I want to watch those Howl's movies. Moving Castle, you mean? I thought it was Castle in the Sky. It's Howl's Moving Castle. My bad. <laughs> I love those movies. Oh, um, and I haven't seen them in classic. so long. Are they really on HBO Max? Yes. They I used to no be on idea. Netflix, but um, HBO Max, I guess, took them back. I think there's some on Netflix now, but they all were <laughs> at some point. Because Cameron, my brother, was watching them. Mm. So, yeah, that's the, I don't know. I just, you said something about movies and I was trying to last night, like, try to rent them from YouTube. But mm-hmm. you can't rent them from YouTube. Ponyo specifically, I remember, was like $14.99 to buy it, which it's not Damn. that big of a deal, but it's like I'm not gonna buy one movie anymore. I'm like gonna get a service to watch a bunch of movies. Well, you, you could know? always like if you think about it, you could always pay to have it for like the month, watch all those movies and then cancel. And that way you're paying like however much it is monthly to like watch all of those movies. Yeah. So instead so. of buying the movie for like fourteen ninety nine, pay the fourteen ninety nine, watch <sighs> all of the movies, and then cancel. I know. I there's just uh, I don't know. I go back and forth with it because I'm like, oh, fourteen ninety nine, like that's so much money. But like you get HBO Max so far seems to have like the best bang for your buck, at least in terms of streaming services, like what they offer. So mm. I don't know. I might I might go back to HBO just just to I don't know just to watch Studio Ghibli. But anyway, that was a random tangent. Yeah, that was really random. (laughs) (laughs) I just really want to watch the Kiki movie. I haven't seen that probably since I was like, oh, God, probably like 10. And I would love to watch that again with Sunny because I know she would like it. And Ponyo is really good. That's Oh, okay. Um, 
Rebecca is saying that Howl's Moving Castle is one, and there's also a castle in the sky. So there's two different movies. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, Becca's a big fan. She says, "Yeah, I, I'm, I, I used to be like a big fan of Ponyo. Like that was my movie growing up. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know what I did with the DVD. I'm gonna take my hair out. I hope that's okay. I think I have. um, I can't remember. So a while back, uh, Louie and I used to watch Spirited Away a lot together. We called it like our movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. And so like we would always buy each other like when it was Christmas time, like Spirited Away, like, yeah, like themed things. And I can't remember if he bought me the movie one year or if I bought him the movie one year or if he bought it for himself I don't know (laughs) Um, know where it is it's been so long since we've seen it but it was really funny because there's this one scene where like the the boy the main boy in the movie Mm -hmm. he does like some sort of magic or whatever and this was like before Emmett was really into animes he he watched like Naruto growing up but like he wasn't into animes yet so he was like just happened to be in the mood in the room when Louie and I were watching and this boy did his magic and (laughs) Emmett just goes what kind of jutsu is that like referring (laughs) to Naruto (laughs) and so now it just became like an inside joke between like Louie and I was like what kind of jutsu is that (laughs) man spirited away that is a good movie that's another one you just mentioned I forgot about but yeah I was trying to find that one last night too and I was like yes on HBO honestly spirited away and Howl's Moving Castle were like my favorites of the ones that I saw Howl's moving castle was just so funny because of the dude that was like so arrogant when he was like what's the point of living if i can't be beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i never saw that movie so funny you need to watch it i'll have to watch it but yeah so i'm sorry that was such a random tangent but we were talking about it oh speaking of anime (laughs) i've been watching demon slayer and i got into it you did yes joey's watching it with me yes yeah how far are you now Uh, for reference everyone that far Um, probably like three three episodes but yeah yeah i'm being the main character for halloween of demon slayer so because of that and because i'm going to katie's halloween party um she has been watching the show so that she can understand the character i'm being which is super exciting for me because i am very big into anime and so is danny and so i love getting my friends into anime yes i oh oh no katie i can still Um, hear you but i also um take credit for getting emmett into anime as well um because I got him to watch Seven Deadly Sins. Um, and from there on out, he's just been watching them on his own. So I take credit for that. And yeah, I just, I love it. <laughs> You've done good, man. You've yeah. done really good. That looked insane. What the fuck? Okay, um, so we need to watch Demon Man Crybaby. Says Demon Samantha. Man Crybaby. I've is it like a YouTube one. video or is this like a... I'm going to assume it's an anime since <laughs> we were talking That's about That's such an it. interesting name. You know, animes have the most whack names. I watched, um, most recently, one of the animes I watched is that time I got reincarnated as a slime. 
<laughs> what? Also a really good one. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Was it was it good? Yeah, I loved it. I, I haven't finished it yet, but like um our friend Zach got us into it and it's it's really good. Oh, Samantha does say it is an anime. Yeah. <laughs> Animes have the craziest names. They do. They really do. All right. Let's go ahead and I guess jump into the episode. Sorry yeah, we've been tangent, guys. We've been oh, dilly dallying. We really have. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was yeah. really intrigued. Um, I'm so sorry about my like technicality issues tonight. I am just eating shit in terms of what my camera wants me to do. Well, tonight. no, your your camera's eating shit. <laughs> yeah, my camera can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tonight's episode is going to be all about my camera fucking itself as it goes down <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tonight's episode is going to be all about confessions from around the internet and we're so excited to share them with you guys because we have really dug deep and found some crazy ass anonymous confessions from people all around the globe the crazy ass globe Mm-hmm. it really i don't know do you ever just like sit up at night this is what i do i sit up at night and i'm like there is some evil evil shit going on in this world like oh, really yeah. fucking awful but in my brain i'm like yeah but i've never seen it so it doesn't exist you try and to so like then, make yourself feel yeah. at peace by like kind of justifying it yes Exactly. Which is kind of a scary, you know, thing to do because it's like, no, there's evil people out there. But if I were to sit there and just marvel at how evil people are, like how like fucking demonic people actually can be, then I would just constantly be anxious. And I'm already anxious as it is. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, that's just my thought on this. But fucking going through Reddit is just. It just makes you feel like. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. There. No, I out there. (laughs) I I understand that completely. And like a lot of the ones I found, like they were they were confessions, but they were more so like confessions of like what people confessed to them like before Mm. in their life. So stuff that people have said to them. Yeah. 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 I found a lot like that, and I was just like, man, (laughs) I don't even know (laughs) what I would do. especially because a lot of times it's like it could be somebody they trusted too Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh yeah i murdered somebody one time and you're like what (laughs) you're just like okay okay (laughs) (laughs) all right i think i'm gonna jump into our first story this is what i found um i found a few stories so i'll tell you when they're when they're like ended or whatever unless you want to follow along but yeah this is a subreddit It's called Ask Reddit. It's my favorite subreddit because people throw the most crazy shit in there. Most crazy ass questions. Throwaways. And when they say throwaways, they mean like throwaway accounts, you know, like Mm. because they want to do shitty ass shit on their fucking throwaway accounts. Yeah. What is your darkest secret secret that you want to get off your chest? Someone said, my sister suffered from mental illness for her whole life. Still, she refused medication and help. She always got out of mental hospitals just by pretending to be fine. Last summer, she asked me, what do I think if she was to kill herself? I answered her that she cannot do that to our parents, even though I agree that her quality of life was really bad for the last 10 years or so. Also, I mentioned 
she should do it now since my children won't remember her since they were so young. So she killed herself. (gasps) Yep. I still feel like I should have said something different, but I think she would have just ended up doing it anyway. She also asked if I could cope with it. I told her, yes. No, I can't cope with it. I'm just left with this shit feeling. And I basically feel like a murderer. Also, my three-year-old daughter looks just like her when she was young. Sometimes it just breaks me. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. See, like that's, that's like really tough position because like, I don't know. It's like, obviously I guess she wasn't wanting to make her sister feel guilty if she did by saying Mm -hmm. like that she could cope with it. But like, Oh my God. I know. Yeah. That story I had to like call Joey. And after I read it, I was like, you got to listen to this shit. I can't be the only one that knows this right now. Like, (laughs) It fucked me up. Um, Next one says, I don't know if this is a dark secret because one of my friends knows what I feel about this situation. When I was younger around 2011 or 2012, my ex-girlfriend and I hosted a party and there was a girl who attended and got a little bit too drunk. This girl was a friend of a friend, so we didn't really know her. Anyway, she got really intimate with me and told openly to everyone attending that she wanted to have sex with me, suck my D, etc. As you can predict, my ex wasn't having it. And after telling her to stop it, she wouldn't. She threw her out. Yeah. A few months later, I got multiple texts from people that said I could go fuck myself, that I was disgusting and a monster, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently, she had attended another party and told everyone there that I had raped her during my party. I have no idea why she felt the need to lie like that, and I was in shock. My ex was furious about this, and we both tried to talk sense into these morons that I hadn't done shit to her, and that, in fact, she was the one craving sex with, but, with me, but was rejected and thrown out. They didn't listen to us, of course, like I was only making up some sort of alibi or whatever. I was already suffering from depression. And when I had a rumor about me being a rapist, I fell down hard. I think after about three or four years, I had pretty much a new life. I had put that incident more or less behind me and I had broken up with my ex. Then I got a text from her, my ex, that said that the girl who lied about me had committed suicide. No, I checked her Facebook and yep. It's true. Here's the dark secret. I'm happy she committed suicide. I hope she suffered mentally the year before that and that the suicide itself was painful. I hope she cried during the last moments of her life too. I haven't told anyone except for a very close friend of mine about my feelings on this. I know I feel this way because of a rumor she started about me. And I think it's messed up that I'm being very happy about her death, but I just can't deny my feelings even if I think I'm a fucked up individual for even feeling this way. Wow, that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Because, like, at the very least, I could see him being feeling like bittersweet about it. Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. he was at a point of depression. But if he had moved on, like he said, like, and you know, for me at least, in my past experiences, I hope that the people like in my past who had like done me a wrong way, like at least we're able to like move on and like better themselves better their life you know like I don't really wish harm on a lot of people in my life yeah you know yeah I have heard cases where people men specifically have had women come out and start rape rumors about them or sexual you know misconduct yeah and it ruins their lives and you know in those true cases it should 
that's oh, also the false ones. Right. Yeah. That's that's why I mean, it's also yeah. really hard because like you want women who come out and like say that I've been raped to be taken seriously. But then Absolutely. there's like the women who lie about it, you know, like that makes it hard because you're like, hey, the women who have actually gone through this want to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And if you're going around lying about it, you're just making people want to also discredit them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like it's just it's fucked up, honestly. It's so fucked up. Have you been watching the shit about Trisha Paytas recently? Hell no. I don't give a shit. I could delve into that shit, but she's done some shit that's relating to lying about sexual misconduct. And it just reminded me of that. And I would have delved into it if you were caught up. (laughs) Nope. Sorry. That's all right. I used to collect other people's personal data, address, info, pictures, videos. (laughs) The first instance of this action was a person I did not like. Oh, I thought they were annoying. So I went through their social media accounts and found the first letter of their last name, which I used to collect information about their address online. Oh, (laughs) I also found information about their personal life using their messages. The second time was also with another person I did not like. Their first name and pretty much private information had already been leaked, so I used the internet to collect more detailed information, their address, a relative small or email direction, and various phone numbers of their household. In none of these two instances did I leak the information or or dox them. These were private, and I would never do that. Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) Just collecting it for no reason. Fucking fuck. Fucking fucker. Uh Fucking creepy. I collected a bunch of pictures and videos about them in my gallery in a folder. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I missed something. The third instance is milder. I remembered a person I knew and developed a crush on them. Maybe it was just an obsession. I don't think I could tell them apart at the time. Okay. So literally note the fact that she just said, or he just said, they don't specify gender. I remembered a person I knew like literally was just sitting there, remembered someone from her past and was just like, I'm going to collect shit about them for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> maybe they were like, maybe it was just like one of those things where they went to high school together and like he was like, oh, you dropped your pen like that one time. Literally and just like, remember. <laughs> yeah. And then was like, I'm going to become obsessed with them now. Yeah. And then, ugh, I don't know, it's just fucking creepy because like literally this could be about you. This could be about me. Mm-hmm. This could be about anybody. Like there's mm-hmm. someone probably out there with like shit about us that we don't even realize. Oh, and- I've been I've been told before, like guys specifically what? have admitted to me that they have saved my photos and like potentially cropped them to like hold on to. You're if exactly catching right. My drift. That is correct. You know you about this because I told I you sure about do. this. I sure do. I know exactly who you're talking about. You do yeah. have someone that did that. And I was thinking about that today. That's funny. That is funny. I don't, I don't remember exactly how many pictures and videos there were when I deleted the app that I kept these personal informations on. Um, but when I moved them from the folder, there were around 100 to 200 photos and videos. Wow. So it must have been around 200 or a bit more. I kept the ones that would be very hard to find again or impossible. So she or he kept them. She or he. Huh. Or they. Yeah. Wow. 
fucking crazy. That's a little worse than my situation. Because, like, my situation, as far as I'm aware, was only, like, one photo. 200 photos? That's kind of a lot. It's so disturbing to think that that could be, like, occurring right now without us knowing. Oh, yeah. That is super disturbing. Yeah. Okay. I have to figure out how to zoom this out a little bit so that I can read my portion to you. Okay. Okay, so I got these next set of stories from Reddit. Um, I believe it was also Ask Reddit, but the question was, what's the most weird slash terrifying confession you've heard from someone that was drunk? Um, This first, should I even say who the first story was by? Or should it just not? Um, It's by MST Doll. Um, Okay. So in 2016 or 2006, sorry, my mom's boyfriend told me he killed a man and told me how he did it. He told me it was the best way to kill a person and I needed to know for self-defense. My mother had allowed us to have a party at her house and we were all pretty drunk at the time. The story gets really weird weeks later when my friend is over and she has a picture of her deceased father on her keychain. My mom's boyfriend freaks out and takes me aside and I explain that it was the man he killed years ago. I was always under the assumption that he just found or that the friend's dad was just found dead from like a heart attack or something but actually he was murdered the same way my mom's boyfriend described to me I researched a little and found out it was in fact a cold case from 2000 or 2001 I called the tip line number and told them what I knew but as far as I know nothing ever came of it what Yeah, my mom's boyfriend is dead now, and I still believe he murdered my friend's dad. Dude, what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, right? Imagine that. No. Holy shit. (laughs) What I want to know is did the girl ever tell her friend? I don't even know what I would do. Because, like, I, I, I love the fact that she actually called it in. And yes. then she was like, thank you for doing that random stranger. <laughs> yes. Thank you for yeah. at least calling it in. Yeah. Because I know her personally telling the friend would obviously be very hard. Um, yeah. But like, obviously, her friend is like, must be really beat up that her father's like murderer is still out mm. there. And if like the writer of the story could like have some relief in that, I don't know. It's just like, can you imagine telling your friend that though? No fucking crazy. Like, I know who killed your dad. Like, especially he hangs out with us. Like, yeah, yeah. So the 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 story ends by her saying her boyfriend's or her mom's boyfriend is dead now. But how long were they together after the writer realized? I don't know what happened. Like, how long did she have to live with this man, knowing that he murdered her friends? That's the one part that I'm like, no fucking way. That's no way. I don't believe this shit. That's fucking crazy. If that shit happened to me, I don't even know. Yeah. (laughs) Becca just said, how did nothing come of this? I was like, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know know how anything came of it either. That doesn't make sense to me because she had like. That's what I'm saying. There's no fucking way. 
I mean, I guess like all she would say is like he drunkenly told me once that he murdered this man and told me that it was this guy. But if the the man was already dead, like the murder was already dead, then I guess there was no way of proving it. Right. So there was nothing could come of it. I I don't know. know. I I don't know. know. I don't know. But anyways, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The next story says bartender here so many stories probably most terrifying is the woman who came into my bar years ago and had two shots and a drink and was real quiet for the first hour then she called me over and asked if I could call the police I said what was the problem she then told me that she had just stabbed and sliced the neck of a mugger in the alley and wanted to make sure he was dead first before she reported it. And then um, the writer adds a note. Police were called. Mugger found dead. Woman not arrested or charged. She denied ever telling me that she wanted to wait an hour before calling the police. Claimed she had passed out in the alley and woke up, then came into the bar in shock. What? (laughs) The fact that she, oh my God, I would be having a panic attack if someone was like, oh yeah, well, I just want to make sure he's dead before I call it in. Like, you know, yeah, I would be like, what the fuck? No, we got to call the police right now. And like, if she was like, I never said that. I'd be like, yeah, it's a little dying sus. Of- it's, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> sus because if I was in that position and if I did like stab a man or slice his neck open and he was trying to mug me, I would have called the police immediately, immediately. so that there was no yeah. question that like I was in self-defense, he was mugging me. And the comments on this post were all so 50-50. Some of them were like, I hate muggers. They ruin people's lives, like blah, blah, blah. Like my brother was killed by a mugger when he didn't even have Aww. any money on him like and then the other half of the comments were like yo was he really a mugger <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or like she, or did she just kill someone <laughs> literally oh yeah that's so true she could have totally been like oh i was just mugged like yeah and the the guy the bartender's just like oh okay yeah because imagine <laughs> if that dude was alive and he could have been like dude i wasn't trying to mug her and that's what if why it, she, what was, if making she sure. was the mugger and she stole money and then went in and was like, I'm going to have two shots. Yeah. And bought, maybe she felt like a little bit of guilt. with the money. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh gosh. Becca just said, yeah, that's added charges. That's why she denied it. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She would have most definitely like, well, actually, I don't know. Would she have gone to jail for like just saying like she wanted to wait? Because she was I have scared. no idea. But she I also like if she had a good lawyer. She could have been like, oh, I yeah. was just really scared. Yeah. Like in shock. And that's why I'm surprised if she told the police that she was in shock and came into the bar. Why didn't she tell the bartender the same story? You know? Don't know. See, it's just a little sus. It's just a little sus. So sus. That's why I'm like, these are so crazy. I'm like, I don't even know if I believe this shit. It's crazy. (laughs) Okay. I have another one for you. Um, I had a neighbor. She was young and a serious alcoholic. She'd been a nurse before I met her, but was under some type of investigation because pills at her job had gone missing. 
One night she was super drunk and told me that she had put pillows of over some of the elderly patients' faces and suffocated them because she couldn't stand to see them suffer anymore. Oh my God. I asked her about it and when she sobered up or I asked her about it when she sobered up and she denied saying that to me. She passed away about three years ago. So I'll never know if what she said was true or not. And then the comments on this one were a lot of people saying like report it because they can like line that shit up with like where she had worked previously. Um, But one of the comments said, She sounds like an angel of death, which I believe is one of the six classifications of serial killers. And then Mm. that got me on a little bit of a tangent because I was like, what are the other five classifications? Like, what are the classifications Mm. of serial killers? So I actually looked it up. Okay. And I have that information for you. So according to Holmes typology, serial killers can be act-focused, who kill quickly, or process-focused, who kill slowly. For act-focused killers, the ones who kill quickly, killing is simply about the act itself. Within this group, there are two different types, the visionary and the missionary. The visionary murders because he hears voices or has visions that direct him to do so. The missionary murders people because he believes he is meant to get rid of a particular group of people. So Mm. she would be like the missionary in this sense. Okay. The process-focused serial killers, so the ones who kill slowly, get enjoyment from the torture and the slow death of their Mm -hmm. victims. These include, I think, three or four different types of heat of hedonist oh so there's four lust thrill gain and power seeking the killers lust killers derive sexual pleasure from killing thrill killers get a kick from it gain killers murder because they believe they will profit in some way and power killers wish to play god or be in charge Mm. of life or death that is so interesting thank you for looking that up that's so interesting yeah, she's definitely uh, wanting to play God in this situation. Well, she feels yeah. like she's helping them. It could be um, since she did it like quickly with the pillow, I would say that she was like the missionary type. Okay. So like the one who thought that it was it was meant for her to get rid of these particular group of people. The particular group would be the people who are suffering. Like, Do you feel she- like... She was also like a power killer, though, because it says wish to play God or be in charge of life and death. It could have also been tied to that, but I don't know. Like, it's hard to tell with like how she killed them if she was really taking much pleasure from right. the death itself. Because I feel like power killers or like the process focused serial killers, I those see. are the people who kill slowly. And then it's like the um, the other one was called the act focused who killed yeah. quickly. Um, I feel like the suffocation is a pretty quick death compared to what some serial killers do. That is honestly, that story is insane. Like yeah. what the fuck? I'm 
I would not put it past many people, but I feel like that happens probably a lot more frequently than we realize. Probably. Honestly, I feel like if you're surrounded by people who are suffering and in misery, like all the freaking time, mm. I'm sure there's a good chunk of them who are openly just saying that they want to die. They want to yeah. be at peace. And at some point, I'm sure people would get it in their head that it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess I'll do the next one. So this one's going to be a little bit lighthearted. Okay. Um, and it's very short. And I agree with it in some, in some like minded way. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Here we are, okay. I gave a single piece of candy to kids who didn't wear scary costumes. I gave the kids who wore scary costumes a handful of candy. No regrets. My wife noticed that I was doing this and she was upset with me. So I guess I did something wrong. (laughs) Halloween is supposed to be scary. You know, that is my confession. Thoughts? I (laughs) agree with it to an extent, but I'll have to admit, like when I was a kid, I often dressed up as like princesses. Yes, me too. Like, so I would almost say like the same logic except with like good costumes not necessarily scary costumes so if it looks like they like put a little more effort and they like look really like the part like sure okay that's a a fair that is fair yeah i i think i i i think i'm gonna agree with more on your side because yeah as long as it looks like that you know like they did the makeup they did the hair they did like the costume everything and it all like encapsulates exactly what they're going for i'm like okay yes go off yeah, but like I would don't cut just it off. fucking slap on a suit and call it a day. <laughs> I would also cut it off at like a certain age. So like I wouldn't put that criticism on kids who are like young, yes. but like really yes. little. Like because yes. like what are they supposed yes. to do about it? You know. Agreed. But- yeah, I can remember when I was probably like 12 or 13, 14, somewhere around that age, I was just like slapping on kitty cat ears and like cute makeup, and it was like <laughs> And like no, yeah, I should yeah. have gotten like a like a small piece of candy. But yes. like, if you're gonna go like all out, you deserve to be like treated. You know, I don't yeah. know. That's just I semi agree with this guy. You know, I, I semi agree. Another clause I would put on it is I would give the same amount to siblings because I don't want to cause any sibling arguments. Yes, at agree. all. Agree. Like, agree. <laughs> agree. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if it's one single kid that comes up and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's a little bit less lighthearted. Okay, my aunt good. hit my mother. So I dragged her across the floor and punched her until she passed out. Is the Oh, title. God. Okay. My aunt is a poisonous woman. Our whole family doesn't talk to her. She's done things in the past that you just wouldn't believe. So she left our lives years ago. Recently, she returned out of the blue to my mom's house. My mom has two other sisters and a brother. My mom and aunt never got along. My mom is a lovely person, but she could sense from a young age that something was just off about her sister. So she always kept her distance. Hmm. My aunt was nasty and would hurt people's feelings intentionally for no reason. 
She never had a partner or kids. She isolated herself from everyone. My grand cut her off when she tried to steal thousands of dollars from her. And we all genuinely, (laughs) thousands of dollars. We all genuinely think there's something physiologically wrong with her. So back to where I was going with this. One morning I was at my mom's house, just chilling out and there was a knock on the door. So I opened it and there she was. She walked in. She looked like she had taken drugs. She looked dead behind the eyes. I tried to stop her, but she pushed me down. I honestly don't know why she came to my mom's house out of everyone else that she could have visited. I quickly got up and she went into the kitchen. She startled my mom and just punched her in the face. My mom didn't even have a chance to blink before she hit her. She went down like a ton of bricks. My heart felt like it had been sucked through my through into my stomach when I saw it. And by the way, I, yeah. Have you ever had like a moment where you feel like you just fucking like get a red out or like a blackout and you're like, fuck no. A blackout of like just pure anger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I, this is exactly what she's about or he, she or he or they, I don't know who they are. Have they something? Go ahead. Um, have, has she or he mentioned, um, their age? No. I'm almost wondering if they still lived with their mom, like how old they were. But anyways, we'll continue. Ooh, good thought. I don't know. But yeah, um, my heart felt like it had been sucked through into my stomach when I saw what happened. Something came over me. I don't know if it was anger or adrenaline, but I ran up behind her and grabbed my aunt's hair and I dragged her out onto the back lawn and I bashed her face in about 15 times. Blood was everywhere. Thankfully, no one saw me or I might not have been writing this right now. I got up and I left her there. I went to check my mom. She was in a lot of pain and I looked back out the window and my aunt was gone. Yep. Whoa. I don't know how, because the way she made, they, he, they, she made it sound was that she just fucking killed the aunt. Yeah. Bashed her face in about 15 times. Blood was everywhere. I like how she just like gets the fuck up and is like, okay, all right, bye. peace. <laughs> she was probably like, holy <laughs> shit, was not expecting that. She's probably rethinking that, that visit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to go check on my mom. She was in a lot of pain. I looked back out. My aunt was gone. We told our family immediately about this and they were perplexed and angry as to why she just turned up and attacked my mom. I'm still so hurt and angry as I write this, but I also feel tremendously guilty and upset that I did that to her because I've never fought anyone and I'm not a fighter at all, but something came over me and I just snapped. I can't get over it for some reason. It just seems so unreal and there was no reason for the attack. God forbid she had a weapon that's truly scary to think about. We didn't call the police as I assaulted her badly and didn't want it to bounce back on me. That's another thing I feel ashamed about self-defense bro yeah self-defense the fuck she came she like broke in you didn't allow her to come through the door she broke in didn't say a word knocked your mom in the face i like literally tried to do the same shit yeah if i saw someone knock out my mom oh bitch 
Yeah. Like anyone that I know, I mean, anyone that I genuinely like consider to be family, if I saw them get beat, I would jump right in there. You best believe. And I'm not a fighter, but I would beat the shit out of anybody. I'm a fighter and I would. Yeah, I'm not do it. (laughs) I'm not. But I I I know exactly what she means or they he means when they say like, oh, I don't know what happened, like what came over me. But like I just went into full on like protection mode i think i would be proud of myself more than anything i don't know if that says good things about me but i would be i don't know maybe it's more so the anxiety (laughs) side coming out when they're like oh you know i I didn't want to call the cops because i just didn't know if they were going to come back on me but like i feel like i would probably feel that way into some degree but if someone was like dude no it was self-defense i'd be like okay i guess call the cops because like you know you're right it's self-defense so Yeah. yeah i don't know um should i feel bad or not I need others' opinions as I've been bottling this up for a while. My gran was devastated. She just wanted her daughter back, but from a young age, she took to drugs, spent time in prison, and amount of other things. You can't help someone who doesn't want to be saved. Can't help her. She don't want to yeah. be saved. Yep. Yeah, don't feel bad. I wouldn't feel bad about that. No, absolutely not. You fucking protected your mom, you beast. Yeah, you're the awesome. Aunt, the aunt got what's coming to her. Absolutely okay um for my next story i'm pretty sure it's off of the same subreddit this is a by taylor's 77 uh i work at a bar and our staff had a huge problem with heroin a couple years ago it was to the point that management was regularly having to sweep the bathrooms for needles anyway one of the guys was a friend of mine and i thought he was an overall good guy despite his crippling addiction one night we were having a few drinks after work and he got a little too drunk and admitted that a couple months prior he had bought stuff from somebody he didn't know and didn't trust so he called up a girl he'd used with before and told her he had stuff and could come within wait told her he had had stuff and could come over. He let her go first, and she immediately had a terrible reaction to whatever was in the drugs, seizing and ODing in front of him. He left her house without notifying the police or trying to help. He OD'd himself a couple months after. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Right. Good. You know what? He had what was fucking coming for him. Piece yeah. Of shit. Yeah. Piece a lot of, of shit. A lot of the comments on this one were like, "You can never trust like what a heroin addict says." Mm, At that mm. point, they don't care about anything but like getting themselves more drugs at that point and they can Mm. say like oh i plan on getting clean i plan on getting clean like over and over again but like until they are actually clean and have been clean you cannot trust what they say um so Mm. a lot of people were almost saying like that they didn't believe him for that same reason which i hope not but you never know Mm. okay Next story. Uh, My mom was super drunk as usual, and we were arguing through my bedroom door. Eventually, she got quiet, and I asked her if she was okay. Then she started to cry, big, gross, drunk, sobbing, and muttering incoherently. I wanted to help her, but I did not want to open the door in case it was a shitty trick. And then she rattled out, I killed him. I laughed. 
killed who? Her drunk shenanigans could be hilarious. That piece of shit Rick. This was a piece of shit redneck guy with a bullet she cheated on my dad with years prior, who just (gasps) fell off the face of the earth one day. So I teasingly through the door. No, you didn't. And then she responded, I did. I shot him right in his fat gut. Mom, shut up. No, you didn't. I did. God damn it. I shot him with the pistol I got from your Uncle Ed in Mississippi last time I went. They shaved the serial numbers off for me. I walked right into his house and shot him right in his fat gut while Mm. he was sitting on the couch. Mom, you did not. That was a dream. The bastard's dead. I shot him three times. Three. Mom, shh. Dad's going to come up here. Oh, fuck him. She started crying again. Sounded very small and resolute when she said, I shot him and I killed him. She sniffled big, wet, snotty sniffs for a while. And honestly, I was scared shitless and my mind was racing. I didn't Mm. know what to believe. I threw the gun in lake name maybe if anyone gives a shit they'll figure it out one day i asked her when did this happen uh let's see a couple years ago right after i got back from my trip to mississippi anyway good night and she toddled her way drunken to bed (laughs) wow she toddled her drunken self to bed is actually what she said um now what the fuck could I or should I do with that information? This convo was about 15 years ago now, and the events described must have been somewhere between 20 and 25 years. I can't remember the guy's last name or even to be certain that Rick was his real name. And anyway, he was a huge, god-awful piece of shit human who made my life hell. I just know he used to plague us, and then he vanished entirely. My mom has passed away, and no one else in our lives knew him. She sounded creepily sincere on the other side of the door is all. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what to say to that, but that's fucking creepy. Mm. I don't know what I would do if my parent was like, Oh, yeah, I killed someone. I would be like, oh, you're joking. Like, literally, I would react the same way. I'd be like, stop. No, you're just dreaming. Like, yeah, you're just joking. And no. Yeah, <laughs> she like really did not believe her mom whatsoever in that Ugh. at all. Mm. All right. And now it's back to you because I'm realizing. So since I, I was pasting from a different document that i was creating i pasted another story for a second time so your turn (laughs) i'm actually gonna skip ahead to letting sam in because it's we're running a little bit late Um, we always do yeah i'm no i'm sorry guys so all right let me admit sam right now welcome samantha let's see is it gonna let her in hello welcome welcome Give her time, Katie. She's connecting. Talk. There Ooh. we go. Oh, and she did nice. this. Oh, yeah. you guys on my phone. Hey, what's it's up? The, you look so good. Yes. Well, thank, I saw you guys had makeup on, so I was just like, I'm going to. Oh, I love it. Oh, away. very nice. Very <laughs> I love it. I yes, love it. Welcome, everyone. This is Sam. It's my cousin. Hey, cool friends. Um, yes. <laughs> Welcome. So. We have some kind of like semi-sad, semi-good news because we're having a sad parting with Brenna. Brenna is leaving the show. 
Um, this was really meant to be just like an October only kind of thing. Um, I realized as we got like midway through recording, um, this month's worth of episodes, I was like, no, I think I really want to keep up with the show, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time dedicated into preparing these shows for you guys. And, you know, Brenna's working a whole bunch. She's got a lot on her plate right now. And it just wasn't, it really wasn't working out like schedule wise. And so, um, Sam's going to come in and be my second ghoul and Brenna's, this is her last episode, but we didn't want to like start the show by saying that because it right. is, it's kind of, you know, depressing, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're really excited that Sam's getting the opportunity to jump in and we're so glad that she's here. This is my cuzzo. Yeah. Um, so hey. now, yeah, this is going to be our new second ghoul and we're just going to have like a nice little going away party for Brenna. Right. End of and it's three ghouls right now. Yes, yeah, it's three ghouls right now. <laughs> oh, this is an exclusive episode with three ghouls. Yeah. For, for the post, I really need you to edit my face onto the bus that um, Steve from Ble- Blue's Clues gets on. <laughs> <laughs> you need to post my face on the bus. Yes. Steve from Blue's Brenna, Clues. Gets Brenna on. is Steve, and then like Samantha is Joe. And they're both no, like, you're Joe, like, and I'm Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, isn't Josh the new guy? He's no, no, Josh. Um, I was gonna say Katie is blue, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but yeah, we're gonna like jump over to Sam for a little bit though, because I want her to tell us some crazy stories. We're closing down the confession section of this episode, and we're just gonna jump into whatever story she has prepared for us. And I'm so yes. excited. Yay. <laughs> Yay. This is another Yay. like tra- like traumatizing story. <laughs> we love the personal story. Woo-hoo! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um so this was definitely like a huge fuck up on my end and like my friend's end. And this ended up <laughs> this one fuck up ended up lasting like 10 years. Oh my god. Like, oh my so god. Bad. So I had my first, my very first boyfriend ever. He had a Ouija board. Oh, you love it. Yes. (laughs) You love to see it. Like (laughs) 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 you love to see it. Um, He was just like, yeah, I don't want this thing anymore. So do like, you want it? Oh boy. mm -hmm. Because he knew that I was like into horror movies or whatever. And then, um, I was like, yeah, yes, I want it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was giving you one that was already preloaded with demons. I just exactly. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> that right there. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. I did not mean to hit that nail. I did it have all the updates. <laughs> <laughs> and so he ga- he gave me this um this Ouija board and my best friend. I've had this best friend for like 15 years at this point and she would come over like every weekend to spend the night Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna say who she is because I know that her parents are very against this type of thing Mm -hmm. um and I don't know if they know about all of this stuff but um so we started like playing with the Ouija board and I lived at the end of the cul-de-sac where there were no other houses. We were the only house in the cul-de-sac. So we would go in the cul-de-sac, light candles and sit there mm. and, 
and play the Ouija board. And then we would go in the living room, light the candles, play the Ouija board, whatever. And then things started to get weird because it started to move around. Not the planchette on the board, but the board itself. Oh, oh my God. The board was kept in the living room in a box, like in the original box, like in the original Ouija box with mm-hmm. the planchette on top of the box. And then the box started, uh, not the box, but the, the board itself would start moving around. It'd be at the end of my bed. Oh, my God. So the board would come out of the box? Yeah. So the box would be in the living room, and then the board would be at the end of my bed. Oh, hell no. And we would wake up in the morning. Oh, hell no. And then, of course, my best friend's just like, you did this. I know you did this, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I did not do that, but okay. There was one time where the board ended up in my bathroom on the bathroom mm. counter demons had to use the potty <laughs> i guess so <laughs> and then finally it got to the point because like my best friend would come over on the weekends but it wasn't just moving around on the weekends it was you know because her and i were the only ones that played it because my mom was like uh-uh i'm not yeah. doing that but my best friend and i were the only ones that played it but uh, it was moving around all the time. And so finally I was just like, I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm just going to trash it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I put it in mm-hmm. the trash, whatever. It never ended up back in the house. But I never had any creepy experiences until that. Mm-hmm. Until I threw away that Ouija board, I never had mm-hmm. any scary experiences in my own home. And mm-hmm. also keep in mind this home we moved into when I was like two years old mm. and I lived there until two years ago mm. so when wow. I was like 26. I mean, I moved away for a short period of time, but for 20 something years, I lived there. And for the yeah. first, like more than half of my life, there was nothing spooky, nothing creepy going on until this happened. Mm. Well, and so we, th- I threw it away. I was just like, mm, we're not going to do that. And so my best friend keeps coming over, over every weekend, spending the night. And then she's just like, cause you know, we were like into the horror movies. We're going to blockbuster every weekend, watching yeah. horror movies, blah, blah, blah. And then, so we decided, well, since you threw the Ouija board away, well then let's just make one. Oh no. With like computer paper on like a piece of cardboard with like a cardboard planchette or with like a glass as the planchette. Dumb. Just flat out dumb. Yeah. Yeah. From personal experience, don't do that. Don't do it. Bad choices. (laughs) (laughs) Bad choices at 14 years old. So then that stopped too because things just started getting really weird. And so this was right when I went into high school where I was just like, nah, I can't do this anymore. Like things are getting really weird. Then I would come home from school and I would go like to my room and uh, my room's here and the guest bedroom's here. Like doors are facing each other at the end of the hallway. Mm -hmm. So I'd be going to go into my room 
and the handle of the guest bedroom door that was used as like a storage, like for like Christmas decorations and stuff. Nobody ever went in there. The handle is going every single day. Oh my God. What? Yes. And this went on for a really long time. My mom was salting the house. My mom was like expelling whatever was in there. But, Mm. and that, that would work for a while. She'd go Mm. around. She'd salt all four corners of the house. She'd salt the thresholds and she'd be like, listen, this stuff is not allowed here. And that'd work for a little bit. And then it slowly picked back up. So this is the big part of the story that really fucked me up. There were several times in like my, it was either my sophomore or junior year of high school where um, I, I would turn over in my bed and I would hear my name being called in mm. my ear. Like, no right shit. Ear. Oh my God. And I was just like, oh my just God. ignore it, just ignore it, whatever. Hmm. And this thing was just like, you're only going to ignore me for so long before I'm like, here I am, bitch. <laughs> and I can't, I think it was either, I can't pinpoint if it was sophomore or junior year of high school. I, I can't remember. It was one of those. It was like my sophomore or junior year of high school. I used to watch Food Network every night Mm. and I can like rethink this night in my head because it was so traumatizing. I would watch Food Network every night and then it'd be like 30 minute meals that was on or divers drive in diners, drive-ins and dives when I'm Mm -hmm. like watching to go to bed. Right. And so there was one night that I was laying in bed. I was watching the TV. So here I am laying in the bed and the TV is like right across, like in the corner, the farthest away from me in the right hand corner of the room. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I look over and there is this dark shadow and from the waist down is on the wall and from the like mid torso up is on the ceiling no this thing is pitch black and it slowly walked across the wall that was like parallel to my bed and it walked across the tv blacked out the tv the light from the tv and then across my closet and then started coming towards my bed oh my god My mom can tell you that when this happened, I jumped out of my bed and I started screaming bloody murder. Oh, my God. I ran out of my room and I was hysterical. I I would be too. I have chills. It was so scary. And, you know, it felt like constantly. And I truly believe this had something to do with like the Ouija boards because I'm sure I wasn't doing it correctly. Right. At 14, you know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't doing things correctly. I wasn't doing things the way that I should have been. Mm-hmm. And especially considering that I had never had any like scary experiences in my own house before this. I truly believe that it was because of um, me messing around with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you 
that that energy stayed there for years. I did not sleep in that bedroom until I was like 24. I wouldn't wow. have. I wouldn't have. No, nope, I would never gone back. The rest of the time that I was in high school, I slept on the couch. I oh refused to go up there because every time I went in that room, it felt like something was watching me. So wow. I was like, I, I'd just rather sleep on the couch. I don't care. Same. So, so was, was it like on the wall or was it on the ground? Like, and just so tall that it was like, it was on the wall from what I remember, like the bottom half was on the wall. And the top half was on the ceiling, almost and like it covering kind of, over me. Wow. And so it kind of like skirt, like moved across in that same position. Yeah. The whole time wow. it was like the top half was on the ceiling. The bottom half was on the wall and it moved across, moved across the TV, blocked out all of the light and then moved across my closet wow. and then made like a beeline towards me on my bed because the end of my closet was right in front of me. Mm. Oh, wow. And, and thankfully now I don't feel that when I go over to Mm. my mom's house, but I literally did not sleep in that room Mm. until I was like in my twenties. That's insane that you never like really ever went back to your bedroom. Because like, Every single time I went into that room, it felt like something was watching me and like waiting oh for me. And I was just like, no, 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 I will just sleep yeah. on the couch. It well, was yeah. from that night. I, I I don't know anybody that would choose to just sleep on the couch every night. No, uh, no. no. But that scared me so bad that I was like, I'm not going back in there. So from mm. the time that I was either like a, a sophomore, junior in high school up until when I moved down to Florida, which I think I moved when I was like 19. Mm. So say 15 to 19, I slept on the couch. Mm. I came back home from Florida when I was 22, still didn't sleep in that room I, until I was like 24, which was after I had my first daughter. I was wow. still just like, no. Wow. I'm surprised like your mom even like let you and your friend mess with the Ouija board though. Me too, to be honest. Because <laughs> like I feel like she she ha- like has experience in some way and like knows that shit is not to be played with. I feel like she has experience, but I don't think that she has experiences with that. Mm. except for the one that I had but she was just like no I'm not touching it y'all yeah I'm not I'm not messing around with that (laughs) damn that's crazy that is crazy story Mm. (laughs) yeah see I had this period in my life maybe three years ago where I was just like obsessed with the idea of playing with an Ouija board and ever since then Brenna's told me stories and she told me stories beforehand, but like, I've heard her stories again. I've heard your stories. Um, I've heard my, my Joey's aunt's stories and her stories are bonkers, like crazy ass shit. And I believe every single one of them. I yeah. believe that there is another side to what we're trying to communicate with, you know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. That board. 
Yeah, I remember, Katie, when you like were getting into it, like mm-hmm. you were like, oh, Brenna, like, Brenna, would you ever do this? Like, Joey refuses. Would you ever do this with me? And I mm-hmm. flat out was like, no, no, yeah. I won't. And like, yeah. I don't suggest you two either. But like, no, I will not be participating. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And I, I know that yeah, there's like a really lot stubborn, of people. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. You're OK. <laughs> I know that there's a lot of people who use it and they use it correctly. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I feel like it. I feel like if you really know what you're doing, you ground yourself, you cleanse yourself, you cleanse the board. Yeah. That's really one thing. You have to really set up boundaries. Right. That's yeah. the main thing because yeah. the board can be used by anybody on the other side, whether right. that be mm-hmm. like spirits of your ancestors or spirits that you don't want to communicate with. So right. I right. think if you can set really strong, intentional boundaries, then that's, that's one thing, but that takes a lot of energy. Mm. I feel like I could do it, but do I think that it's worth it? Probably not. See, that's what I, I was going to talk to you wouldn't come through on that. <laughs> that see, that's exactly what I was going to say, Samantha, because like, even if I did a bunch of research, even if I knew I was doing it exactly right. And like when I did mess with it, like with the like one we created, like homemade, we mm-hmm. looked up a bunch of stuff on like how you're properly supposed to open it, how you're properly supposed to close mm-hmm. it, you know, all that sort of stuff. But is it worth the risk of like what could happen if you didn't do something right once or if, you know, right. if you just like messed up? I don't think it's mm-hmm. worth it. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like one time where we were using one of the homemade Ouija boards that we had made, me and my best friend. Um, Oh, little son. (laughs) It's going to bed. Um, Yeah. But yeah, like one of the, one of the times that I was using like a homemade Ouija board, it was in a graveyard. Oh my God. That's smart. I want to like punch myself in the face because it's just like, come on, dude. That's like content, really. baby. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Bad decisions were made there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like for a lot of people, it's a tool. I, I've i had bad experiences, so I, I wouldn't personally do it again. Right. Mm, Plus right. the people that I would want to contact, they I highly doubt that they would come through on something like that. Yeah. I've yeah. also heard a lot of like, <laughs> things about how you're not supposed to try to contact loved ones because mm-hmm. like at least what I remember when we first did research like when we made the homemade one which this was like so long ago now but the the friends I did it with they had lost a friend in high school to suicide and oh. they were looking it up and they all were like, we cannot try to contact him because what they were reading basically said that like, if you have a loved one that died and they, you know, went to heaven, they passed on, um, you can potentially pull them down into this like middle Mm, realm, like limbo or something. Yeah. And they could get stuck there at least like that's what they read. So like when we did it, we were like, not contacting anybody that we like knew. What I have seen, I know is I've, I've never heard that. That's definitely Mm. like scary. I wouldn't want to do that. Right. Exactly. Um, What I have heard is that like, if you, 
if you're not like um, cleansing and, and trying to keep things like really specific and setting super intentional boundaries is that if you ask for certain people to come through, then negative entities can mm. pretend to be what it is, whatever that you're trying right. to contact, whether it's that's like true. your yeah. grandma or like someone that you know that has passed, they can um, yeah. pretend to be that. And then you start talking to them and that just gives, it's like an open invitation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause you're, you're giving them your energy to like have that conversation and then they can right, like exactly. latch on to that. That's like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like the conjuring two, <laughs> I believe it was, but those are based on like real stories and like, sorry for the spoilers guys, but this movie is so old. You should watch it by now. <laughs> Anyways, um, it, it, in, in that movie, um, the main like scary figure is this guy named like bill higgins or something like that i don't remember his actual name but he was supposed supposedly the old man that owned the house prior um Mm -hmm. who was like trying to have the new family get out of his house but it was the guy in the recliner right right the guy in the recliner um (laughs) but it was actually like the the demon who is like I forget if it was like actually latching onto his spirit or masquerading as his spirit, mm. um, but they were like using him against the family and it yeah, wasn't because, the spirit himself. Because mm. I think at one point, like there was like um, split up like EVPs that they had and they had to like piece them all together. And it was like the original guy, the guy Bill. Yes. Like, help me, please. The, the, like, yes. This guy is using me or whatever. Yes. They had to like piece them together. But yeah, I think. And, I think- and like in the movie, they didn't piece it together until like um, Ed and Lorraine Warren were like leaving to go back to like america because i think this took oh, yeah, place in like on, london like a, like a they metro. were they were on a metro leaving and like she put these tapes like overlapped on each other from two different like audio clips that they took of him where like before it just sounded like individually like he was speaking broken english but then when they put it together it was like help me like you know i don't know what it said exactly but like that's when they figured mm-hmm. out that it was like like a demon was in the house. Like it wasn't just this like old man spirit, you know, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Seen the second one. I love you the should. first one. You should watch it. I you really it's should. On Netflix. Okay. I'll check it out. Even though I it's- don't have Netflix. And dude, <laughs> I got the- Netflix. Oh, the conjuring gets <laughs> me both of those movies. Like I, don't scare super easily to movies like I maybe do in the moment but like not many of them like stick with me you know Mm -hmm. but The Conjuring does because I know it's based off of a real story Mm -hmm. and like Ed and Lorraine Warren are like known figures like they're real people and these are their real cases that they're portraying in these movies it's like fucking terrifying yeah yeah yeah, the first one was good. I don't know about the, the second one yet. I saw but I'll find out. <laughs> I saw the first Conjuring in theaters. Same. When I oh was, my god, uh, I was with my ex at the time, and I was living down in Florida, and I took his cousin. No, yeah, his cousin and her friend. Which 
they were several years younger than me and it's like an r-rated movie and i'm the only <laughs> one who's over 18 and they're like 13 or 14 years oh old. my god oh, no. i snuck them into this r-rated <laughs> movie and then we get in there and then there's like one scene where the like scary demon lady is on top of the like wardrobe. yes yes i screamed out loud <laughs> Who screamed out? And these 13, 14 year old girls just look over at me and they're just like, really? (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) So I watched that movie in theaters with my friend Nikki from childhood. Um, She knows Nikki. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, I forgot about that. So she mm-hmm. took me to see The Conjuring. I'm pretty sure she had already seen it in like theaters like once or twice. Like I think she was just going a bunch. But after we watched it, we went back to her house, which is already like spooky enough because it's like an old house and it makes like noises sometimes like you know how that is and we shut off all yeah yeah we shut off (laughs) all the lights and we play the game that the kids play no the clapping game yeah the why why (laughs) we did it i don't know i didn't i don't remember enjoying it super much i she probably did more (laughs) because she had seen it a few times at that point but like oh my god yeah yeah no thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right brenna well let's do your opening present okay yes let me your going away party let me see if i can reach it from here while she's doing that um i i guess i'll let you guys know i got brenna a little like going away gift and uh just just as like a thank you for all the hard work you've put into this podcast and you know, you did a lot of research, a lot of hours, a lot of like, rushing to do Always the knife, one of the gifts. <laughs> you know, you look like a murderer right now with the <laughs> red <laughs> light and like a ghostly. <laughs> horrifying. So yeah, we'll see what she got. It came in this big ass box. Yeah, I don't know why it came in such a big box because it's just like a bunch of random things, small <laughs> things. I guess maybe. What maybe is that the- noise? Do you guys hear that? Yeah, I Maybe think it was, was moving her mic. I was moving my mic, sorry. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Anyways, all right, wait, Bobby. Echo, turn on the lights. <laughs> Alexa? That did a lot. <laughs> I got a, I got a, <laughs> no, it I got looks a, like light purple. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does look light purple. It helps me. I, I'm able to see easier. Okay. Okay, is there anything I should grab first? There's a couple yes. things in here. I don't know. Grab the banner first, if you can find it um this yes oh that looks so much more complicated than i thought it was gonna be but it's like a banner that says something okay we'll we'll see i won't read the tag in case is it a custom banner or did you just find this i found it where where am i putting this behind you somewhere (laughs) somewhere where we can all see oh you're falling again damn this camera Oh, there's there's flag pieces, yes, and then yes. there's words. You don't have to worry about the flag pieces. Just okay, well, we'll, we'll do this. It makes it makes a party ambiance. Oh, oh, we're actually yeah. setting up a party for myself here. Yay! Oh, yeah, I'm having a hell of a hard time opening this. Use our teeth. 
Where's the knife? Use your teeth. <laughs> that was so funny. I got it. Okay, so actually, the knife is like helping to hold my little like setup up a little oh. bit. So I just <laughs> borrowed it for a second. Okay, I got it. Oh yeah, beach. This. That looks so complicated. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just I don't even know up. if we're gonna be able to read it once you hang it up. I don't know. Okay, it says. I don't know. You guys might have to read it to me. Wait, it's tangled. Oh, shit. Wee, wee. That's what it says. <laughs> wee, wee. <laughs> wee, wee. <laughs> wee, wee. Yes, that's it. <laughs> kind of what it looks like, honestly. <laughs> wee, wee. Wee, wee. <laughs> okay, this is, this is hella difficult. We Wait, will. I think. Uh, we will. will What's that say? <laughs> it looks like it says my right now. <laughs> Hold on. Me. <laughs> What's okay? Wait. We will marry. I don't know. Oh, we'll are you marry. proposing to me, Katie? That's crazy. Yes. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. I, think I have a ring this, around here somewhere. This eye is not wanting to stay. <laughs> All right, that's oh, just gonna miss. say we will miss you. Cause we oh. will miss you, my main uh, hope. That's we so will weak. miss you. I just have it miss you. Yes. Oh. Yay! Happy Wait. birthday! Yay! Happy birthday! <laughs> All right, is there something I should open next? Because I I don't know. Unless you want me to nope. struggle hanging this up right now. Nope. Okay. This is what I will open <gasps> next. Oh, look, they squished him down. Yes. I love that. They like vacuum they sealed him the down. Squishmallow. <laughs> it's a squishmallow? Is it actually? Yes. I love squishmallows. They squished okay, him down. Okay. I'm going to get the knife again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be, be careful, squishmallow. They food safe. It's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is he expanding? Oh, is he so flat? <laughs> wow. I love it. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yay! It's so cute. Okay, so it's like a little ghoul. So like, you know, oh, it's like a memento. That's so ghouls. cute. Yeah. I, thought I like, like it. Aww, look at his little I like, ears. I know. <laughs> is he squishy like a Squishmallow or is it like yeah. the off-brand? Oh, no, I love that. It, I mean, it doesn't like feel like exactly like a Squishmallow, but, but it's, it's soft. still soft. Yeah, it's That's still very awesome. soft. He's going to yeah, rehydrate. <laughs> rehydrate. Help me. That's why I'm trying to squish him. Breathe. Breathe. Put some mallow in that squish. Yeah. Wait, he is expanding a little bit, though. He does look a little bit. Uh, he I just guess we'll check on him bit. in a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. We'll just set him to the side. Here, really quick. All right. The next yeah. thing is Oreos. I've been trying Oreos. to find those. You've been the trying booze. to find these? Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen them in store Oh, yet. same taste. I was wondering about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't yeah, it's them. just orange food coloring. <laughs> yeah, and they all have, like, cute little Halloween designs. And this tag. And this tag. And stickers. Look no at them. Way. Are these stickers. Demon Slayer stickers? Yes. 
There should be like 150 or 100 Demon Slayer stickers. The that's anime. A lot. It says it 100. It says 100. Yeah. I'm, I'm busting yep. this shit open right now. Yeah, show us some of them. Yeah, wait, I'll show you who I'm going to be if I can find him really quick. Uh, I'll be honest, this is one of my favorite characters right here. Aww, he, is, he is such a pure spirit. That's why I love him. Um, this is that's not a good representation of what he actually looks like. Um, but this is one of Emmett's favorite characters. I was like, yo, okay. Um, <laughs> hold on, I'm trying to find it. This is what here. Uh, yeah, this is one of Emmett's favorite characters. It's oh, the yeah. Boarhead guy. Um, and then this is who I'm being for Halloween. Oh, and there was. Name. Um, but I Tanjiro. 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 I'm trying to find. There was another one that I just saw that he where he had the the fox head or the fox mask. Fox mask. Oh yeah, you have the wearing. fox mask. I do. Right? Yeah. Here, here's the fox mask. Oh, yeah. So cute. I will be wearing that, and Demon then his Slayer. sister Nezuko, who oh, so is. Cute. One of my favorite anime characters of all time, probably. Let's see. Brenna likes her stickers. Well, <laughs> this gonna, makes me so happy. I'm gonna oh here here's I think the one I was trying to find where he was like wearing the mask. He wears it on like the side of his head. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I, I have stickers like on my water bottle. Yep, so that's I exactly what I have space. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know. There's got lots of space. space. This one's from Apex. This is the razor symbol. This is elephant because I like elephants. Dreamcatcher. 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 <laughs> um, this one's a wolf because that was my mom's favorite animal. This is a Bonnaroo sticker, mm-hmm. like the festival. This one's an Odessa sticker, which is an EDM band. Mm-hmm. This one's a galaxy mushroom that's getting kind of messed up. Um, so yeah, I will definitely be adding at least Yay. a couple of these stickers. Yeah, on. I was I saw that it was like a hundred, and I was like, that's kind of intense. Oh well, she'll figure out what to do if she'll find a place. Yeah, well, yeah. it gives me just like options to pick one that like I really want to put on there, which is like pretty exciting. Yeah, it's like you, you could, go, you man. Could get Nezuko in her little basket. She's oh, so cute. <laughs> yeah, she a harmonica in her mouth. Okay, yeah, so explain what that is. <laughs> that's actually a, a muzzle. Um, because a muzzle. Yeah. <laughs> so so, um, I'll give you the basic plot line without trying to spoil too much. But um, basically, she is turned into a demon. And the plot line is um, Tanjiro, which is the main character, trying to save her and, like, kind of figure out a way to turn her back into human, even though it's never been done before. Mm -hmm. Um, But she, like, overcame her, like... um, demon instincts almost like because normally she would just go rage and like eat people um but she didn't because of her strong family ties to her brother um and so now she like wears a muzzle and she travels around with him in the basket (laughs) and she is so cute she's so cute since she's a demon she can like change size she can like shrink so that's why she can go in the basket and demons can't be exposed to sunlight and that's another reason she goes in the basket because like it protects her from the sun during the day yeah. So yes, it's a good Team show. Edward or Jacob? 
talking about was straight to Twilight. <laughs> it's, it's better than Twilight, Samantha. It definitely sounds better than Twilight, to be honest. Yeah. yeah do oh, they have a spooky show. one. Oh, really? Let me see. Oh, oh it's a cool with a pumpkin. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so funny story. This is who I'm trying to get Danny to be his ho- for Halloween. Um, and so, <laughs> really? Yeah. Put so, a muzzle on him. <laughs> so I ordered, I ordered, um, like just this kimono, like just this basically like robe thing that's like mm-hmm. her pattern of her dress. And so he's not going to do a lot. I also ordered a face mask that, like, is just like a normal face mask, but it has the muzzle printed on it. Oh um, yeah. But that might not be here in time unfortunately mm, for halloween okay. but we were gonna rewear these costumes for um a concert that we're going to in <laughs> december it's um an edm show at the hampton coliseum and so i wanted to rewear this costume because i thought it would be really cool also the face the the fox yeah. mask i bought is like led so it can like light up and i thought oh, that cool. that would be really cool at a show um so yeah, that's we're gonna rewrite it so we'll have the mask then. Yeah. That's perfect, man. Well yeah, there you go. Happy birthday. Thanks. I love I I'm, think you should have a note in there. It's probably on the receipt if I had to guess. I don't remember I do what it? I wrote. Oh I would love for you to read it. <laughs> There's like a couple different God damn it. Um Send a thank you note. This is just for the plushie. Where'd the other pieces of paper they go? Send a specific note for each single thing that you bought. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. I think it, it did give me the option to write like a note for each one, and I was like, "That's so dumb." Wait, do you check up on the um on Mister Squishmallow? Is he okay? Oh yeah, he's he's doing good. Is he Does he look any? <laughs> oh, he still looks so flat. <laughs> He still looks pretty flat. <laughs> so you think I'm skinny? <laughs> you think I'm skinny? Um, dude, I literally saw multiple pieces of paper in that box. And when I picked it up off the ground, all of them disappeared except for this one. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what happened to those other pieces of paper. And Is I'm there anything like- on that one? No, it says, um, it says the Halloween plushie. Has Lame. the order number and like this is a gift receipt, so like it has like Ooh, a scanning thing on sucked. it. I'm gonna continue. <laughs> I just Ooh. zoomed in on Katie, <laughs> on Katie yawning. It did. <laughs> Why did it zoom in on me? <laughs> I didn't see it zoom in on me. Dang it! What and zoomed in on one you? Minute, it was Apparently like it's Brenna is me. like big screen, and then the next <laughs> minute it's like Katie big screen, and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so you I have see. it set you, yeah yeah you have it on the other option where it's like it goes to whoever's talking we have it on like all three i should yeah probably, i want to switch over to that one because that's probably funny oh my god that was so funny. <laughs> okay i literally do not know what happened to these other pieces of paper You're they calling. went up your butt they disappeared <laughs> they straight up disappeared in your butt that's okay. Well, basically, all I, I'm pretty sure I said something like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but what yeah. the heck? I'm just like, now I'm just 
like upset She's that they so just dang. disappeared. I, I, know. I have no yeah. idea. It's all right. I, I bet if it. I called Danny in here, he would be able to find it in the first five seconds. Danny's <laughs> like the mom anytime you lose something. I know, like, it's so. It. Before we got on the show, we were like doing our like um, makeup live or whatever. And I was like, Danny, like, where's my like makeup wipes? And he was like, are they on the counter by the sink? Which is like, I was sitting on the floor. He couldn't see the sink, by the way. And I just look up. I was like, oh yeah, there they are. And he just knew where they were. He didn't even like see them or anything and be like, oh, they're right there. He was just like, they're right there, aren't they? (laughs) Whenever I lose something, I do that with Joey. Yeah, I'm like, Joey, where is it? They find it immediately. Every time. Isn't that crazy having responsible people in your life like that? Ah, I hate it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that was pretty much it for today's episode. All my yes. bobby pins just shot at me at once. But oh um <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I love it. <laughs> that's so, but yeah, so that's like a little uh, memento for yes. helping out on two ghouls. It's been a nice run. It was a nice run. It was a nice run. Time to stop running. See you next year. (laughs) See you next year. And she'll be popping in and out of episodes, I'm sure, just for, you know, just for fun, just to help us out. I would love to guest host every now and then or, you know, whatever, just hang out. Be the third ghoul. Yeah. The co host. You need a third every once in a while, if you know what I'm saying. Every once in a while. Yes. We got to do (laughs) threesome every once in a while. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding for for legality's sake. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We will see you next week. Um, What are y'all socials? Feel free to share. I would love for people to follow y'all. Sure, sure. So my Instagram is Brenna, that's B R E N N A underscore Elise, E L Y S E. So you can find me there. Mm-hmm. My Instagram, Samantha Rain with an E seven. That's it. <laughs> Mine is hello.spooky on Instagram. And then on Instagram, I'm also hey, I'm Katie, K A T I R Y A N. And then you can also find us on Facebook at Two Goals Podcast so that you can stay updated on every single episode that we post, anything extra, anything fun. We put polls in there sometimes asking you guys what your opinions are on things. We would love to have you over there. Um, Also, just a quick little reminder, if you would like to support the podcast, you can do it for as little as 99 cents a month by following the link in the bio of my hello.spooky on Instagram account or you can follow the link in the show notes that I will eventually post. <laughs> yes, get them yes. a soundboard. Yes, they please. Sound please. Board. Yes. <laughs> also I think please. I think two ghouls is going to have a TikTok soon, so It's possible. Oh. It's that- completely possible. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound like Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> If you you enjoyed this episode of Two Ghouls, we ask that you like and subscribe because it only takes a few seconds of your life to do so. And it really helps our channel grow. That's what we're trying to do here. Um, It does wonders. So yeah, if you guys would be so kind, drop a like, drop a comment, do anything, interact, anything. It helps out. Um, Thanks so much, cool friends. We'll see you next week. What's our episode next week? What are we Uh, doing next week? Bad trips. 
Yeah, we're going to be talking all about bad trips that people have on drugs. Some drugs you've never heard of. Some mixtures of drugs that you probably have heard of. Horrible, (laughs) awful stories. But it's interesting. That's content, baby. I'll definitely be tuning into that one. That sounds very interesting. I'm excited to see it. Everyone comes back. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.